0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have some clouds. 52 at the KVOM studios on this Friday, the 11th of November, 2022, Veterans Day. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And well, we've had a little bit of rain here in the last 30 minutes and more is on the way today. Now, because of that, the Veterans Walk of Flags in front of CHI St. Vincent Moralton Hospital has been canceled today as has the lunch that the VFW and Woodman Life were going to be providing for veterans. Radar, of course, showing some rain in the area right now. and looks like things will clear out for a little while after our news ends, with another round of rain coming in around 11 o'clock this morning. Now, they always stick that possibility for a thunderstorm in that forecast, but nothing on the radar looks like anything severe for the next six hours here. Could have some gusty winds today, not much of a warm-up either. I said it's 52 right now, a high today of only 56. Now, if you're heading to Little Rock to watch Moralton High School play Parkview in round one of the Class 5A football playoffs, dress for cooler weather and gusty winds, maybe a few sprinkles here and there. Temperature at kickoff around 49, cooling into the low 40s by the time the ballgame's over. Overnight tonight, down to 32, even a slight chance of rain and snow showers. And we'll see some clearing by daybreak for that first day of modern gun deer season. After a low of 32 overnight, Saturday's high, 49 with sunshine. We'll have some gusty winds to contend with. Saturday night clear and 26, and sunshine Sunday with a high of 49. Those temperatures we got in the 70s yesterday were going to be the last of those for a little while. Our seven-day outlook is looking at temperatures in the 40s all week. Overnight lows in the upper 20s and low 30s. And besides whatever precipitation we may get tonight, we could have a rain event on Monday night. There was some talk of snow early Monday, but forecasters have now taken that out of the outlook. Right now, some clouds, little rain in the area, 52 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Sue Hill at Dollar Tree. Obituaries this morning, Vera Black Cross died Thursday, November 3rd. Visitation will be today two to six PM at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors in the Robert and Barbara Wilson Memorial Chapel. Funeral service will be Saturday, november twelfth, eleven AM at Mount Carmel Missionary Baptist Church in Plumerville, with arrangements by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors of Morralton. I'm a Joe Eubanks Freeman, age ninety four, died Tuesday, november eighth. Visitation will be today ten thirty to eleven AM at Fort Reach Church in Hattieville. Funeral service will be at 11 at the church with Brother Danny Ward officiating. Burial will be at Pleasant Grove Cemetery in Scotland by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. C.W. Dub w. Williams, age 84, of Moralton died on Tuesday, November eighth. Funeral service will be this morning at 10 at Harris Chapel with Mr. Bruce Davenport officiating Burial will be at Old Salem Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 734, let's turn to news this morning. The review of provisional ballots may be what decides a number of political races in Conway County from Tuesday's election. Provisional ballots are used when there's a question about whether someone who shows up to vote is registered or eligible to vote in a particular district. That person is allowed to vote on a provisional ballot. Those ballots are not included in the results announced on election night, but Election Coordinator Leslie Holloway explains they're added and included in the final count if the Election Commission determines they should be counted. At this time, we have 55 provisionals that will have to be gone through by the Election Commission and they will decide if they're counted or not. The ones that will be counted, I will go down, add them into the totals, and that will be the final. The process will take place when the Election Commission meets Friday, November 18th. If a race is still tied after the provisional ballots have been added to the vote totals, a coin flip will be used to determine the winner. The outcome of at least three local races in Conway County could be determined with the provisional ballots or could come down to a coin flip. Jonathan Trafford and Jason Robison are currently tied with 238 votes apiece in the race for Justice of the Peace District 7. Leslie Griffiths leads Terry Alvey by one vote for J.P. District 10, and Terry Benz III has a one-vote lead over Rita Davis in the race for Menifee Alderman Position 3. Additionally, Fred Hill has just eight more votes than James Blackwood for Moralton Ward 4 Position 2, and John Sims leads Jeffrey Wilson by 11 votes for Plummerville Alderman Ward 1 Position 2. A coin flip was used in the May primary in Conway County to determine which candidate would advance to a runoff in the Menifee mayor's race. Terry Coleman and Candace Baker finished with the same number of votes in that race. Coleman won the coin flip, then defeated incumbent Mayor Gary Green in the runoff to become mayor-elect of Menifee. The election commission meeting will start at noon, Friday, November 18th in the annex adjacent to the Conway County Courthouse in Moralton. 7.36. We have some clouds, a little rain in the area, 52 at the KVOM studios. We'll only warm up to 56 today and we've got about a 40 percent chance of rain in the forecast for the next six hours or so. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
2: Daddy Jean stay back.
0: Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 7.38. We've got some clouds and rain in the area. 52 at the KVOM Studios. Officials with the Conway County Care Center are hoping for a strong finish to the annual Harvest of Hope food drive. With about three weeks remaining in the community-wide food collection effort, thrift store manager Cindy Lucarello says... Donations are currently lagging behind last year's pace. She says the annual Fill the Truck Day, held October 22nd, did not generate quite as many donations as it typically does. It was a beautiful day, and we did okay. Everybody kind of turned out, and it was not as great as
1: it has been in past years, but that's okay. Every little bit helps. But yeah, we had a pretty good turnout. We collected about 1,300 items that day.
0: In total, about 6,500 items have been donated thus far for Harvest of Hope. But Lucarella says there are still some donations that need to be picked up from area schools and organizations. The Care Center usually collects about 15,000 food items during the fall drive each year. Lucarella says the community still has time to help the center get closer to that goal.
1: We just, we really do appreciate everybody helping out for the Harvest of Hope. It helps fill our pantry shelves. And it just extends our food so much more. So, yes, we are very thankful. And like I said, every, every little can, every little
0: thing helps. Donations can be dropped off at the Care Center in downtown Morrilton any Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Deer are on the move in the natural state. That means hunters and motorists in Arkansas should keep a watchful eye out, particularly at dawn and dusk. In addition to the increased deer activity, the shortened days place rush hour during the peak times of day when deer are on the move. One way to increase safety is simply by slowing down. Giving yourself a split second longer to see and react to deer along the side of the road often can be the difference between a safe breaking job and a dangerous situation. Give yourself a few extra minutes in the morning and at night to get where you're going and arrive safely. When it's dark, use your high beams whenever the road is free of oncoming traffic. This will allow a deer's eyes to shine even when along the side of the road so that you're prepared if one starts making its way towards you. Also, never swerve to avoid a deer in the road. Swerving can confuse the deer on where to run. If deer does move into your path, maintain control and do your best to break and give the deer time to get out of your way. If you do collide with a deer or other large animal, Call emergency services at once if injuries are involved or local law enforcement if no one is injured but damage has been caused to your vehicle. Also give the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission a call at 833-356-0824 to report the roadkill and report the incident to your insurance agency as soon as possible. Arkansas depots and their uses presented by Tom Ritten, will be the program for the upcoming meeting of the Moralton Depot Museum and Genealogy Volunteers. The meeting will take place Monday at 4 p.m. at the train depot in downtown Morlton. Thomas had a great interest in depots for a number of years and will share with attendees what he has learned. The meeting is open to the public and for more information call 501-354-5346. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now, reminding you that the Conway County Angel Tree, sponsored by the Adelaide Club in Moralton, is on display in the lobby of the Moralton Post Office through Friday, November 18th. You may come by weekdays between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. to choose an angel. Monetary donations to the program can also be made in person during this time or mailed to P.O. Box 174 in Morrilton, zip 72110. Morrilton High School is hosting a Veterans Day program honoring all military veterans this morning at 9 at H.B. Wide Auditorium. The guest speaker, Command Chief Brian Rohauer with the 189th Airlift Wing at the Little Rock Air Force Base. The Conway County Peacemakers will also be presenting patriotic quilts to 22 local veterans and all are invited. Now, there were plans today, of course, to display the Walk of Flags in front of CHI St. Vincent Moralton, and the Moralton VFW and Woodman Life had planned to provide a free sack lunch for all veterans. Well, due to the outlook for rain, the Walk of Flags has been canceled, as has the lunch. The Wonderview PTO is holding a Christmas shop Saturday 9-1 till in the school cafeteria with a variety of vendors on hand for Christmas shopping, a silent auction, and they're going to have a raffle giving away Razorback football tickets and a trampoline. The Conway and Perry County Realtors Association will sponsor the Trey Level Memorial Cornhole Tournament Saturday at The Rock on Highway 113 in Blackwell. The tournament starts at noon. Entry fee is $50 a team, and there are cash prizes for the top three teams. Registration can be completed on the ScoreHolio app or on the day of the tournament, all proceeds will benefit Special Olympics. And For more information, call Brook Brents at 870-672-2762. The Center Community Foundation will host its annual fall festival Saturday afternoon at 2 at the Center Community Center. There will be games like bingo, bag toss, ring toss, and cakewalk, along with food including chili and hot dogs, fried catfish, and fried pork sandwiches. Heights of Columbus Council 6680 in New Dixie is sponsoring an all-you-can-eat spaghetti and sausage supper Saturday 4 to 7 p.m. at St. Boniface Parish Hall in New Dixie. Meals are $15 for adults, $7 for kids, and for takeouts you can call 501-759-2896. Moralton High School Thespian Troop 3131 will present its fall play of student-directed one acts Saturday at 6 and Sunday afternoon at 2 at H.B. White Auditorium Tickets are $5 for adults and $3 for students. The Glory Center at 105 North Division Street in downtown Morleton is hosting a craft day, Saturday, November 19th. Supplies will be provided to make your own Christmas wreath. The cost to participate is $20. You can prepay by this Sunday to guarantee a seat. Walk-ins are welcome, but wreaths will be available on a first-come, first-served basis. And for more information, you can call Sandy at 501 306 Ninety-nine fourteen, Greater Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church is honoring Pastor Charles and Sister Sterling Morris for their sixth anniversary at the church this Sunday during the 11 a.m. morning worship service. Then coming up Monday, the Moralton City Council meets at 6 at Morlton City Hall. The Budget Committee will meet following that meeting, and the South Conway County School Board will meet at 6 o'clock Monday at the Superintendent's Office in Morlton. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch, whenever it's convenient for you. It's available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 7.45, we have clouds and some rain in the area, 52 degrees at the KVOM studios. A little later on, we'll visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues.
2: Jean, stay
0: back. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender.
1: Hey, okay, viewers Newswire, Chris Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton High School football season continues tonight when the Devil Dogs take on Little Rock Park View in the first round of the Class 5A State Playoffs from War Memorial Stadium. Devil Dogs are 6-4 on the season and won a three-way tie with Pine Bluff and BB to be the number four seed from the Central Conference Patriots are the South Conference champions, finishing 7-0 in conference play and 8-2 and overall in the regular season. Kickoff is scheduled for 7 p.m. We'll have all the action for you live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app, as well as a video live stream on the Marlton High School Dog Tracks YouTube channel. Radio coverage starts with the Perry County Coaches Show at 5.30 p.m. That's followed by the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas High School Game Day Show at 5.45 and the Devil Dog coaches show with coach is shut with Cody McNabb at 6.20 before our live broadcast at around 6.45. Other games in Class 5A tonight are Magnolia at Robinson, Batesville at Prairie Grove, Harrison at Wynn, Farmington at Valley View, Volonia at Camden Fairview, Nettleton at Shiloh Christian, and Hot Springs at Mills. Perryville goes on the road for its first round game in the Class 3A playoffs. The Mustangs play at Osceola tonight. Bigelow enjoys home field advantage throughout the Class 2A playoffs, which have been condensed to 16 teams this year. Panthers open against Earl tonight. And you can hear from Bigelow Coach Luke Starks and Perryville Coach Allen Fairbanks in our Perry County Kosher Show at 5.30 this afternoon on KVOM. Other playoff games tonight involving area teams include Conway hosting Springdale Harbor in Class 7A, Russellville at West Memphis in Class 6A, Clinton at Arkadelphia, and Pottsville at Malvern in Class 4A, Quitman at Hoxie in Class 3A, and Hector at East Poinsett County, and Conway Christian at home against Mark Tree. In Class 2A senior Emma had 22 points and 14 rebounds, to lead Sacred Heart's senior girls basketball team to its sixth straight win, 74 to 52 over Southside B Branch in non-conference action last night in Marlton. Sophomore Ayla Holzman added 17 points and nine boards, and sophomore Schuyler Highfield had 16 points for the Lady Knights, who built a 15 point lead by halftime and never looked back, and improving their record to six and one. In the senior boys' game, Sacred Heart had an 18-point lead at halftime, but Southside rallied, outscoring the Knights 54-32 in the second half to pull out an 82-78 win. Sacred Heart used a 26-5 second quarter burst to take their 46-28 lead at the break. Sophomore Landon Owens drained six three-pointers and led the Knights with 20 points. Senior Avery Pettengill followed with 18. Senior Jack Poole had 15 points and 14 rebounds, and junior Mason Dole finished with 15 points. For the Knights, who fall a 3-5 and five with the loss, Southside also won both junior high games. Sugar Hart will play junior high games at Conway Christian on Monday. Senior high teams are back in action Tuesday night for the 1A4 conference opener against Nemo Vista, and games will broadcast live on KVOM. Marlton's senior boys basketball team lost its season opener on Thursday, falling to Lisa Academy North 68-67 at Devil Dog Arena. The junior boys beat the Jaguars 51-37. Devil Dogs are now off until next Thursday when they play Sacred Heart in the Motown Showdown in a game will broadcast live on KVON. Marlton's senior girls have a jamboree scheduled at Pulaski Academy tomorrow. While the junior girls and boys teams start playing the Equipment Tournament, the girls will play Rosebud at 2 p.m. The boys will play Concord at 3 o'clock. Wonderview's senior high team start playing the Clinton Tournament on Saturday. The girls play West Side Girls Ferry at 4 p.m. The boys will play Dardanelle at 5.30 30. University of Arkansas men's basketball team seeks a 2-0 start to its season when the Razorbacks take on Fordham tonight at 7 o'clock from Bud Walton Arena. The Arkansas football team will, uh, plays another ranked team this week when the Razorbacks welcome number 7 LSU to Fayetteville for an 11 a.m. game on Saturday. Another college football action tomorrow, Arkansas State plays host to UMass. Central Arkansas is at Stephen F. Austin, and Arkansas Tech plays its season finale at Harding. Look at weather now on this friday veterans day we've got west winds at six miles per hour barometric pressure 29.85 inches low temperature this morning 47 degrees high yesterday 78 a year ago today the low was 47 with the high of 64. and we have had a little rain this morning haven't measured what we have thus far but uh have had a little bit uh, already. Our total for the year prior to today, 41.59 inches at the KVOM studio. Sunset this evening, 508. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 642. And forecast calls for a 40% chance rain through this morning. Very slight chance for the afternoon. The high near 56. I'm not going to warm up much at all from where we are right now. And then we'll have... Uh, Rain chances increasing again tonight, 50% chance. So I'm going to bring your rain gear for football games tonight and your cold weather gear. We're going to drop around 32 for the overnight low. Could see some snow flurries in there with that rain uh, tonight in in the overnight hours. And then should be clear uh, tomorrow, sunny, cooler, high of only 49, mid-20s for the low Saturday night, and then upper 40s for the high again on Sunday. Rain chances again, Monday afternoon, early Monday night. And uh, sticking highs pretty much in the upper 40s the next several days, actually. So uh, certainly has turned cold on us here as we move into uh, this Veterans Day weekend and through next week. And right now we do have some light rain at KVOM Studios, 54 degrees in Marlton, 753 now on KVOM. NewsWatch continues in just a moment.
2: Daddy Gene State Bank.
0: Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 756 now on KVOM. Newswatch
1: continues here on this Friday. We're going on our close-up interview by Kevin Van Pelt, agriculture agent with Connolly County Department Extinction Service. Good morning, Kevin. And it is good to have you on. I got your mic on there, so you, you, you did say good morning back, so you, you weren't being rude there. But uh, anyway, um, so we are we've we've reached cold weather time now. It came on us uh, pretty quick here uh, today. Looks like it's going to stick around a little bit. So if you, I guess, planters had any winter preparations there need to do, they need to need to have them done.
2: Yes, it'd be ideal. I'm still getting a few calls asking about planting winter annuals and it's just uh it's the odds are against you at this point to getting a stand yeah uh it just depends on how how long this cold i know for the like the next 10 day forecast it's i think freezing every night so uh won't be much chance getting anything up with those conditions all right so um i was telling you the only thing i could think of right now uh you could take out Uh, take the opportunity to do and there's probably only a handful of people out there that are concerned about Dallas grass but Dallas grass is a a problem weed in Bermuda grass lawns and uh, hay fields pastures the problem with it in uh, pastures is late in the season the seed heads get um, an ergot uh, type fungus in it and it uh, can cause neurological problems with uh, especially horses with livestock but especially horses and so there's a short window in there right after the uh a good freeze that uh causes the bermuda grass to go dormant the dallas grass will still stay green for a week or two and you can spray it with uh, roundup uh and take it out other than that it's very hard difficult to control with post post post-emerge herbicide
1: application all right so that's about uh that all we can uh, work on right now huh with the weather conditions yes uh, and uh we are getting uh getting some rain now which we could have used some of that uh i guess more in the summer yes but uh but anyway this
2: uh, this slow uh slow rain we're getting right now that was kind of ideal uh, yep. but
1: um you yep. know want it like that rather than uh, a that, whole bunch at once yeah. that
2: two inch <laughs> actually that we had that what about two inches of rain uh yeah. last week and it came yeah. down pretty hard but that was uh for the first time that's put some water in the creeks so yeah anyway. yep so yeah. and i think that dropped us out of the extreme drought
1: yes finally i think yeah we're you things know. are looking better on that uh, the drought monitor for sure mm-hmm. so uh, burn bands lifted everywhere now i think so good um but anyway, well, anything else for us this morning?
2: The Oh, you know, we been working on planning our winter production meetings. The only thing that I can tell you right now that's set is uh, we're going to go back to the old ways of doing uh, the separate the, the crop production meetings, uh, separate crop. And so we're going to go uh, back to having the corn production meeting for the River Valley in Dardanelle, uh, outside of Dardanelle at that wildlife building in Yale County. And... It's going to be on January 14th. We're going to start at 9 o'clock that morning.
1: Okay. All right. And
2: you'll be hearing more about that.
1: Yep. You'll be in uh, a couple times before then. Yes. I'm sure. So, But then go ahead and mark their calendars for that. And uh, again, January the 14th. I'm sorry. I've already
2: okay. I messed no. up on my months already. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: December 14th. Okay.
1: Coming up sooner than we thought then. All right. You yeah. may only so,
2: hear about it one more time. All right. So, yeah, December
1: 14th. So, yeah, it's uh Everyone's going to be a, a month late there uh, mm-hmm. if they kept on January. So December 14th for that meeting. All right. Well, All get, the others are going to be in January and February. Okay. Well, that's where the January came yeah. from. So all right. Well, we'll be looking forward to all those. And uh, anyway, have, thanks for coming in this morning. And look forward to your next update with us.
2: All right. Thanks, Eric. Have a all good weekend.
1: Right. All right. You too. Kevin Van Pelt, Common County Extinction Service, approaching 801 now in KVON.